0: Today, you can be at home in the fellowship of your Heavenly Father who loves you. As you and I learn the secret of Jesus' easy yoke, my yoke is easy, said my burden is light. And that is that we can gradually grow to effortlessly, without deep strain, do the things that Jesus would do if He was in our place. And we move towards this by doing one thing, and this is what we're learning about, by arranging our lives around those practices that Jesus engaged in. To be constantly at home with and receiving power from His Heavenly Father, whatever is going on. So that to follow Jesus is not a life of constant training and trying harder and feeling guilty. It is arranging our lives around those practices and rhythms that enable us to be different on the inside. And today we talk about one of the most important of those practices. We have been looking at practices that involve uh, abstaining, not doing certain things that we would normally do. So in solitude, we abstain from society. In silence, we abstain from noise and talking. In fasting, we abstain from food or maybe social media. In frugality, gallery, we abstain from spending money on stuff that we otherwise couldn't So Now, we switch over to the other side to practices that involve engagement. And it's been good to focus at first on stopping doing things so that we just make space in our lives because they can get so crowded and so full. And we can't begin to do things until we have first just emptied out the closet a bit. But we don't just abstain from things. It's kind of like when you breathe, you got to breathe out. You got to exhale, get rid of all the old toxins Those are the practices of absence, but (laughs) you got to breathe in because that's where life and as we engage in activities, we are inhaling now the spirit of God, as you may well know in Greek and Hebrew, both the word for spirit is the same as the word for breath. We are inhaling spiritual life. And today we begin with a very fundamental practice of engagement and that is study. What is it? In the spiritual discipline of study, we engage ourselves, above all, with the written and spoken Word of God. That is Scripture. Here is the chief positive counterpart of solitude. As solitude is the primary discipline of abstinence for the early part of spiritual life, so study is the primary discipline of engagement. We engage ourselves, above all, with the written and spoken Word of God. Our early experience may be so full that we neglect study. But relationship with God, as with any person, soon requires a contribution from us, which will largely consist of study. Because when we're with anybody, it mostly involves something we do with our minds. Y'all know what it's like to have a person whose body is in the same room with you, but their mind is a million miles away. Hello? Hello? I live with somebody who occasionally experiences me in that way. We are present with people primarily in our minds. Calvin Miller well remarks, mystics without study are only spiritual romantics who want relationships without effort. And so in study, we engage our minds around the presence and nature and will of God. Now, why would we do this? This is real important. It's not so that we get the right answers. It's not so that we're the Bible trivia experts. One of the things that we have to be aware of when it comes to study was identified by Paul a long time ago. Knowledge puffs up. Love builds up. The aim of study is not knowledge. It's love. So I'm not trying to show people now how well I know the Bible or how smart I am. Hopefully, I'm not trying to do that. I'll always have to battle that temptation. We do this so that our minds can be renewed. You might know of a statement that Paul makes when he's writing to the church at Rome in the beginning of that 12th chapter, when he says, Therefore, in light of the mercies of God, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice Now, really, that's talking about the spiritual practice that we're involved in. I surrender myself, and then my body engages in activities like solitude, or like silence, or like fasting, or now now study. Study is something I do with my body uh, as I surrender it. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world. Don't just go on autopilot doing all the stuff that the people and the culture around me say to do. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's the goal of study, to have your mind renewed. The great challenge of life is managing that unceasing flow of thoughts and Feelings and desires and intentions that are always going on inside me. And if I try to follow Jesus behaviorally by doing the right things and saying the right things and avoiding the wrong things without changing that inner flow within me, that's the hard way. The easy yoke is to aim at the transformation of that inner flow, the renewing of my mind. How do I go about doing that? Well, a fundamental place to start is to study so that the thoughts that occur to me can be centered in wonderful truths like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not live my life in a constant craving in sense of discontent and dissatisfaction and want. Okay, Um, Uh, when I engage in the act of study, what I'm trying to do is change my mental map about how things are. We all, Dallas would often say, live at the mercy of our ideas. Sometimes in life you will hear people say you ought to live up to your beliefs. The reality is you do live up to your beliefs. It's simply a matter of the fact that when you look at your behavior, it will tell you what it is that you really do believe. So you might think that you believe it's better to give than to receive, more blessed. But if you look at your bank account and what you actually do with your money and your credit card statements, then I will find out, do I really believe that or not? I believe in gravity, so I don't have to say I'm going to work really hard to get my mind committed to gravity. I never uh, uh, live in violation of gravity. It's a part of my mental map about the way things are. And so in study, I'm seeking to change that mental map so that I navigate reality in the awareness of God's presence. Now, part of what that means with study then is it is never enough simply to know about something, to know the words. I must actually seek to do the things that Jesus said to do because it's only by doing them and finding that they are true, that they work, if you want to think about it in that way, that I am changed at the level of my mental map. Saving faith is not the minimum amount of stuff that you have to profess or say that you believe so that you get into heaven when you die. Saving faith is when my map becomes the same as Jesus's map because then I see reality the way that he did. I see the presence of God the way that he did. I see the goodness of God the way that he did. And then I will begin to effortlessly do the things that that's the easy out when I have been changed from the inside. So um, what does study consist of? In study, We strive to engage our minds on the word of Scripture, especially the most important words. The Lord is my shepherd. Be renewed, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Rejoice in the Lord always. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. We also strive to see the word of God at work in the lives of others. We We study people. This is not just a bookish thing in the church, in history, in current events. I look at the world around me and I see how the truth of God and the presence of God is at work in people who choose well and wisely and in people who do not. And in nature. I love to look out of the windows of this place and see there are vineyards here and the vines and the little grapes that grow And then remember what Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will bear much fruit. And I become like those little branches on those little vines out there where I'm abiding. And abiding is something that I do in my mind and study is a primary part of that. Um, uh, I meditate on scripture. Now, meditation is a strange or spooky word for some folks. Doesn't have to be. If you can worry, you can meditate. When you worry, your mind is just recycling a thought over and over and over again, only it's spiraling downward. It's the same process. It's that same process, only, um, meditating on a choice word, like the Lord is my shepherd. Or God is love. Or I can face anything through Jesus who strengthens me. Whatever things are true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Taking a passage like that and memorizing it is a wonderful thing to do. Not because God will put a little gold star on your behavior modification chart in heaven. We don't do these practices in order to impress or please God or earn anything. But because a mind that is filled with thoughts that are available to me at any moment is a better, more flourishing gift to have than a mind that's just empty, where I constantly have to outsource managing my thoughts to a screen and whatever somebody has put on it. It's kind of a striking thing. A friend lent me his car to drive a while ago. It's a really, really nice car. But he said, now, when you take it to the gas station, you got to put the high octane stuff in there. I've never got the high octane stuff before. When when that vehicle matters, it needs high octane fuel. I know a guy, Nancy and I knew a long time ago. He was a neighbor that was a bodybuilder. He was so careful about what he would put into his body. If his wife was mad at him, she used to secretly put butter and mayonnaise in his sandwiches. Because he would never put that into his body. Why is it that we can be so careful about what we put into our cars and so careful about what we put into our bodies and so careless about what we put into our minds? So, in study, we are deliberate about putting into our minds thoughts of goodness and beauty and hope. Welcome home. Hey, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us here at Become New. We hope that these videos help you to grow spiritually one day at a time. If you want to access our whole library of videos, or if you want to subscribe to the daily emails or text messages that go along with each video, head on over to becomenew.com and you can let us know there. We're also preparing some exclusive leadership content. So if you're interested in that, you can let us know at becomenew.com slash leadership. And lastly, if you've got a prayer request, we would love to pray for you. You can let us know by texting it to 855-888 0444. Four, four. See you next time.